Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a brand new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes store or in Google Play today. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong. As she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Happy New Year to everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, why not kick off 2014 with a futuristic look, courtesy of Dragon 5, of what families could look like in the year 2030, so quite a bit in the future. Um, Excuse me, it's called Dragon Rouge, not Dragon 5. Dragon Rouge is actually looking at five different types of families in the future, the multi-gens, the silver linings, the ruralities, the tandem tribe, and the modular movers. I'm going to go through them fairly quickly. I just thought this was fascinating. I love anything that has to do with future trends. And um, especially around families. And, of course, this is purse strings. And so when we think of families, we think, think of moms. So kind of keep her in mind. The multi-gens are the first one I'll talk about just a little bit. And I'll just touch on each of these. It's multiple generations of families living together. We're already seeing this. Uh, we're already seeing, uh, like, Lenar Homes, for example, creating um, – home units where you can actually have multiple families living together, extended family members. This would actually involve what Dragon Rouge is calling a cloud-based family hub that allows family members to divvy up chores and financial transactions via a cloud company, which is kind of interesting. So, you know, it's kind of like you do everything. You're living in the same house, but you may be actually working off a cloud. Uh, to get everything done, which is interesting. Silver linings, uh, this would be what you would think. These are people who are in what I call the third life, uh, their third act of life. These are older folks uh, living in community-centric villages that offer lots of great amenities like yoga and fitness classes. Again, these are things that are already happening. This would just be on steroids. The ruralities are families that live in rural areas, which it's so nice to think we still have that in 2030, that we actually still have rural areas. But they are living in cutting-edge technology, using, according to Dragon Rouge, 3D printers to get replacement parts for household items and video walls to communicate with friends and family, which is kind of interesting. Uh, tandem tribe or single parent sharing a family home. Uh, so again, this is about sharing energy and resources that you can track for your own individual use, 
um, and also for the larger community that you live in. So it's a way to work more efficiently, live more efficiently, share some of those uh, daily habits like cooking and cleaning, especially when you're a single parent that you could really use the help with. I particularly like this one. I think this is great. Modular Movers is the last of these five family units that Dragon Rouge was looking at for 2030. And these are professionals who are kind of moving around. They're a little bit nomadic. They're exploring the world, why they work, and they use bikes pretty much whenever they can or they walk. And they rely heavily on those shared resources and subscription plans. So, you know, it's just a way for them to live and work around the world as efficiently um, as possible. So, I don't know how many of us will be around in 2030 to see if Dragon Rouge got this right, but I just thought it was always, it's always fun to talk about what the future might hold. Well, looking into our crystal ball a little bit more, let's talk today about our first profile, the Alpha Mom. Uh, Alpha Mom probably, you know, is leading the multi-gen family of 2030. Uh, this is a, a millennial. Uh, or actually, I'm sorry, this is a Gen Y target. About 1.6 million of these women out there, um, you know, about 38, 39 years old, married, college grads, employed full-time. They have kids, and um, they bring home around, you know, $121,000, $120,000 a year. Uh, they keep up with fashion. Uh, they consider themselves influential trendsetters among their own friend set. Uh, they're confident in embracing their own individualism. Uh, they are motivated uh, and ambitious. They call themselves workaholics, wanting to get to the top of their career um, and have to end up juggling a lot of different tasks. Uh, they live in the moment, though, and try to take as much advantage of they can of life has to offer, whether it be um, downtime, whatever downtime they have, um, but they also want to do something adventurous. So they're always trying something new. They're switching things up for novelty. Uh, that includes just going out and trying new stores and shopping new things. But they do value quality above everything else. So at retail, they're purchasing at Neiman Marcus. Williams-Sonoma, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom are some of their go-to places. They're driving BMWs and Volvo, um, Honda, and Jeep. And, um, you know, Vera Wang, Christian Dior, Prada, Chanel are all their top designers. When it comes to media, how can you connect with her? Well, she's reading a lot of different things, whether it's Time Magazine to Better Homes and Gardens to uh, First for Women, uh, to Vogue, to watching things on cable, of course, as we all do, HGTV, TLC, E, CNN for news. And then they're online a lot, whether it's trying to get the best deals on travel or just trying to get a best deal in general on eBay. It's also a big one for them. And Netflix is huge as well. Um, well, my guest today knows a lot about women, knows a lot about innovation, knows a lot about how to connect the two together, and I'm thrilled to have her. Nicole DeBoom is the founder of Kicksports. It's the first ever women's fitness skirt. And I'm really interested in talking to her today about how you launch innovation in a rapidly growing category while capturing women's attention and share of wallet. Not an easy thing to be done, but something that she has done very successfully. So we're going to pick her brain when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. Moldingbox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing nutraceutical and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, Tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. It's time to get fired up. Fired Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Our host, Gordon Rudell, will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Fired Up with Gordon Rudell, on demand anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. founder of Skirt Sports, the first ever women's fitness skirt. Nicole's also the brains behind Kickstart, the first of its kind online running mentorship program, and the Skirt Chaser 5K race series. Nicole, welcome to the program. Thank you, Maria. It's great to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you could make the time to be on today. You really are a pioneer. You were way ahead of your time when you launched Skirt Sports back in 2004, and for those who, of us who can remember, that was before the huge yoga wear boom. You know, women, we were all working out in fairly fundamental workout gear. And, but you set up and said, hey, I think I can do better. So talk a little bit about what, what was it about uh, female athletic wear that you thought was missing? You know, such a good question. Um, the funny thing is, if you go back to what you just said earlier, you want to give people exactly what they want when they want it. And so being sort of ahead of your time can also be a little bit dangerous and why a lot of first companies fail because they were a little too far ahead of their time. Um, but we're in a good position because I think we did deliver what people wanted when they wanted. So, um, but yes, my my personal experience 
really drove me to um, come up with the idea for skirt sports. I actually, my previous job was as a professional triathlete. I used to race around the world doing the swim, bike, run events. And in that world, um, especially in the professional ranks, when you get really fit and bodies get lean, it's very androgynous. Like you cannot half the time tell if it's a woman out there racing or a man. And I swear I had one race where I came out of the water in the front lead pack of the women and I hear this little boy go, Mommy, is that a boy or a girl? And I remember thinking, this is not good. I need to feel like a woman out here. So um, I really did have sort of an epiphany moment back in my training in 2003. I live in Colorado and in the winter it can get fairly, oh, I don't know, just it's it's not the best weather all the time to be, you know, in happy, uplifted spirits. So I remember running along in all men's black, extra small clothing I'd been given from sponsors, nothing feminine at all. And I ran by a storefront window and I happened to look over, which I have to say I often do. And, you know, women, it's okay. We definitely check ourselves out from time to time in the windows. We can pretend we're looking at our form. Right, but, um, exactly. on that day, the thought that came to my mind was, I just, I look like a boy. I do not look like a woman. I do not look like myself. I don't feel like myself. And I just want to feel like a woman and be inspired. So that's the day I ran home and, and wrote down all my little notes about changing the world of women's fitness wear and creating something feminine so you didn't have to sacrifice your femininity while you were out there working out. Yeah, well, you clearly met a need that many women maybe even weren't aware of, you know, much like you hadn't been aware of until that day. And then you, you sit up and took notice and realized, wait a minute, there's there's something missing here. We can do better. Clearly, you have met that need because you've grown skirt sports um, hugely. Uh, talk, if you would, how you managed to capture women's attention around your n- initial product, though, way back in 2004, the fitness skirt. Yep, you got it. Well, you know, when I started, I thought, I'm going to make this whole line of women's clothing. And my husband brought me back to reality. And he said, okay, first of all, you don't know anything about starting a clothing company, which is okay. It can be done, but let's simplify things. And he said, you know, every great brand started with one thing that they did really well and they hung their hats on. And we were sponsored by Polo Sport at the time. And he said, Ralph Lauren started with ties. I mean, come on. He built an empire. But you start with something. And I looked at my list of women's clothing for for working out. And I saw I had sketched out a fitness skirt for running. And this had never been done before. This was, yes, tennis and golf had skirts. But that was it. Really, runners were, they had an opportunity to either wear super tight, show everything spandex shorts or little running shorts that rode up in every area you don't want them to ride up. And I thought, I might be able to solve a problem. And um, I, so we created a fitness skirt. And, and it really became the first of its kind running skirt. So in the beginning, this was considered um, a somewhat edgy product, um, very controversial. Women were not so sure. Some women in- embraced it right away, and other women said, uh, I'm not, I don't think I should have to wear a skirt. I said, that's fine. You don't have to wear a skirt, but i got to tell you, it does perform better. And so what we did is we really perfected the concept. 
and uh, and said, you can be bold, you can be different, and you know what that's going to do for you? It liberates you, and in the end, it actually performs better for most women than a pair of shorts that existed. So I think what was really cool is we really stuck true to what we believed in, and we didn't go off course for the first five years or so. We really became the specialist in skirts. Well, and I would imagine that once you got women to try it, they became very strong testimonials for you. You're totally right. I mean, the way women, the way we operate is when we find something we love, we want to share it. You know, you think about it, you walk down the street, you're like, oh, cute shoes. And they go, ooh, Target, five bucks. You know, it's like exactly. women want to share the great little sweet things that they have that make them feel good. Mm-hmm. Were there key learnings in that the first five years, as you said, you kind of stuck to the fitness skirt and really refined it and honed it, became the expert at it. What were the learnings that you captured along the way that then allowed you to take skirt sports in a kind of that broader that broader array of of female gear? You know, um, I use a lot of what I learned as an athlete in business. Um, in triathlon, in the triathlon world and endurance sports, you, there's a lot of suffering involved and <laughs> a lot of pain. And you, you learn how to set goals and go after them, and it's, you know, one step at a time. But what really happens is you have to be comfortable with a certain level of discomfort. So when you're racing, if you're not uncomfortable, you're probably not pushing yourself hard enough. And that definitely applies to business when you're taking risks. And I knew that was going to be the case, but I, I, I didn't realize that it would carry through even to today. When you're an entrepreneur, when you own a business, you are definitely in a position of a constant state of discomfort. <laughs> I think that one of the other things that really um, sticks with me is that you're always wrong. So you also have to get comfortable with that. So, for example, think about ordering inventory. I've got to order a 1,000 skirts in a certain color. How many sizes am I going to order or how many of each size am I going to order? I'm always going to be wrong. I'm never going to sell the exact amount of product at the exact time that the new line comes in. And um, so you're constantly playing this guessing game. It's like a juggling act. Um, But, you know, I think that some of the other learnings that I've had as a transitioning into business is that just in general, you know, you have an idea, you get enough guts to go after it, and then you want it to happen, like, immediately. And what I've learned is that everything always takes longer and costs more than you think it should. (laughs) So those are a few good ones. Those are very, very good. Good for life. You know, those are just good yeah. learning for life. Forget the business part of it and forget the product innovation part of it. I think those are just good, wise words for life. Well, and now, you know, fast forward nine years, ten years, I mean, it is a crowded, crowded array of uh, female workout gear. I mean, you've got Title Nine, you've got Lululemon, you've got Athleta, you've got other nationally recognized brands that have made fitness wear mainstream. I mean, you see more yoga pants on butts today than you do jeans almost. (laughs) And it's kind of crazy how crowded this field is today. So how do you compete now? Well, it's, you're right. Um, First of all, every company that makes fitness clothing is, I would say they're probably competitor because we specialize in skirts and we do it very well, but now we've created a category that every company has gotten in on. 
Um, so we're not the only player. And it's really interesting because my dad has been involved in my business from the beginning. He has a banking background and it's actually been amazing because I have probably a better relationship with him than I ever have because we actually have to communicate more. <laughs> so <laughs> there could be a whole other segment on working with family, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we started out, and at first when people started making skirts, I was very um, – it was tough. It was tough to see that and go, that's my idea. But we talked a lot about it, and I got really comfortable with the fact that I could be the only company in a $1 million category and own it and be a $1 million business. Or I could be a 10% player in a $100 million category or bigger, a billion dollar category, and that the opportunity there is much greater. So as long as we continue to set ourselves apart and be different with what we do and innovate, um, we definitely still have very much a leg to stand on. But you're absolutely right. It is. There's no way that we could compete against a billion-dollar company, Lululemon, or Athleta, or Title IX. I mean, they're huge. They've been around for many years, and they have different kinds of budgets. So we have to work harder on the little things and really trying to connect with our customers to uh, continue to succeed. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, you mentioned having a point of difference, and I'm interested in what you think your point of difference is. I have to imagine one of it is the Skirt Chaser 5K series. Oh, yes, for sure. Um, you know, there are a few other things that de- definitely differentiate us, but one of the my core principles is events. I've always understood and believed in the power of events. I think that when people are out there and they have a goal and they go out and have an experience in the product, it, it can be much more life-changing Um, And so we actually started a race series called the Skirt Chaser 5Ks. We started it in 2007. And my whole idea was there's a lot of great women's events out there. We may do women-only events in the future. But I liked the idea of having a social side to to your fitness. And I've always been a believer that when you're having fun, you're much more likely to continue doing something. And so we said, well... Let's come up with a concept that, again, hadn't been done before, a staggered start. So the women start first and the guys go three minutes later. And we call it the skirt chaser. And it's a little bit edgy, you know. I mean, it's definitely Mm -hmm. flirty. Um, But what ends up happening is the runners in general kind of finish around the same time. So you all kind of finish at the same time and then you enter into a really fun party. And I love the 5K distance because it's it's very um, it's not prohibitive. Many most people can get out there and do a 5K, fast, slow, walk, whatever right. it is. But at least they did something and they worked hard, and then they can enjoy the spoils. Right, right. And you're creating those connections with those participants at the same time, and and hopefully not only expanding awareness around. Um, skirt sports, but also, you know, um, fostering some loyalty as well. Um, You know, I had read that you might be expanding that internationally. Is that still the case? Yeah, we, um, well, with Skirt Chaser in 2014, we have seven events, one's in Canada, and we're actually talking to our Australian counterpart who does our distribution um, based out of Brisbane about doing a skirt chaser over there. They said, oh, the men and women over in here will eat it up. So, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's a very fun concept, and it definitely celebrates love. 
to me. I mean, it's all about relationships in life. Your relationship with your clothing, that's part of it. That counts, you know, but your relationship with other people are the things that really keep you alive. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're going to talk more about relationships with people because you've also created Kickstart, which is definitely about relationships. But we're going to tackle that after the break, Nicole. So stick around, everyone. From More from Nicole DeBoom when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Johnson, what is this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Welcome to The Hook with Katie Kempner, where Katie talks with advertising visionaries, top journalists, cutting-edge creatives, authors, and PR gurus. Hear what these industry insiders have to say about the changing landscape of advertising and PR today. The Hook with Katie Kempner. On demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Nicole DeBoom. She's the founder of Skirt Sports, the first ever women's fitness skirt. And we've been talking about the evolution of the fitness skirt, uh, really concentrating on that for the first five years of the business and then broadening that to other um, options for women. And right before the break, we were talking about the Skirt Chaser 5K race series that is going uh, international in 2014, which is very fun. And you talked, Nicole, one of the last things you said is about creating relationships. And you really have done that from the get-go. It's really a bit about creating a relationship with women by empowering them with, you know, feeling like women when they're out there doing their triathlon or running their marathon with that fitness skirt. 
But you've also created Kickstart, which is an online running mentorship program. Talk, if you would, about Kickstart and really what drove you to create it. You know, again, you're right. It, I've always felt that relationships are the most important foundation to a happy life. And, um, you know, you look at relationships in so many ways, one of which is with your own body. And there's a lot of women out there who aren't happy with their bodies right now. And, you know, they're looking for ways to get involved with fitness and change their lives, but they really don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. Um So if we pause for a second, on the business side, oh, a few years ago, I'm constantly, um, you know, asked to sponsor events and pay money to have my logo on T-shirts and websites and whatnot. And while that that can be great, it didn't feel like it was leading to, uh, you know, much of a, I don't know, having a big impact. And I decided that it would be, I'd rather pay for 10 women, say, 10 women, to go out and do that race and run that race who otherwise would not do a 5K or a 10K or a running race at all because they have barriers to fitness. They don't know how to start. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about that idea, and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of thinking about, like, a scholarship-type program. So I took it and I, I, we went in-house and we talked about how can we build on this concept of like empowering women who wouldn't normally run. And we said, well, here's the thing. We need to get those women who've been out there and who've gone through the process, who found strength, courage, confidence, all those great things about running, who want to pay it forward but don't know how, and we need to put them together with these beginners. And it's precisely what we did. We came up with Kickstart. Um, we did a ground program the first time. We had 15 beginners, and we got 15 what we call personal motivators to guide them along their way. And they're not coaches. It's not rocket science. It's just getting out there moving. But what happens is when you feel accountable to somebody else, you're much more likely to get out the door. So it's a really brilliant program because it runs itself. It's really just feeding off the great energy that women have and what they want to do to share that and and pay it forward. Well, and we are sharers at heart. We mentioned that earlier, the fact that we find something really great. We want to talk about it. And um, fostering other women to help lead great, healthy lives. I mean, what's better than that? And it sounds like that's what Kickstart's all about. So it's super, super fun. And that's was just created a couple of years ago. Have you seen it really take off? We have. Um, what we end up doing is we run the programs associated with our ground events, like a Skirt Chaser 5K. We'll have group women. So you can actually see the women in the field. And then we also have an online version where people pair up. So if, if you know someone who says, oh, I've always wanted to do a 5K, but I don't know how to get started, well, talk to them and say, let's go sign up for this. And what we do is we provide the resources, the training plan. They get an outfit. Um, you know, we take away some of those barriers that they have and just help them along the way. And what's really cool is when you see people graduate because mm-hmm. we have had mm-hmm. many cases of women who were beginners who then become the personal motivator. They're so wow. excited and they've actually made change in their life. These are, this is not just a one-hit wonder. So it's really, really gratifying. 
Oh, that's so fun to see. Absolutely. Well, and talk about motivating and making change. You do that yourself through your blog. I was checking out your blog, and I saw that you were trying to survive the eating season, which I can oh totally gosh. relate to. <laughs> I, I, we I, all? Oh, my gosh. I said something, too. I, I had to take a client to dinner last night. And I said to my colleague, I have to stop eating. It is totally out of control. So I, I definitely related to the eating season that you talked about. So I want to know if you survived and have managed to thrive over the past several weeks. Were you able to survive the eating season? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Maria, that is so awesome. I um, I did survive it. Thank you. My thought was, first of all, I feel like it should be rephrased to the eating season from the holiday season because it's what we do. I mean, I planned so many meals and was so excited about all the good food. Um, so I think there's like different approaches you can take. You can try to exercise willpower and lay off the food and or you can work out more and or maybe shorter, more frequent workouts. So I love eating, and that's something that I have a tough time giving up. So I um, I opted to work out a little more and squeeze more workouts in. And what was really cool is I started doing these little 20-minute workouts throughout a day where drop and give me 20, seriously. Like it didn't matter what it was, and I would enlist people in the office, and we would do our burpees and our, you know, our core work. Um, but it definitely helped. I think those short little workouts, they keep your metabolism going. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's kind of funny because you find people in their, their business attire dropping and giving you 20, but <laughs> <laughs> the morale, the laughter, I mean, it, it, it really is great. Now, as far as getting in way better shape, I would say I did not accomplish that, but I at least maintained status quo. Hey, that's all you can do. <laughs> Are you kidding? That is all we should be expected to do to maintain. I think that's I a victory. Good for you. Well, I don't think I fared as well as you did, so I'm back on the wagon now today for sure. And, and you talked, too, about being better in 2014, and that's something I'm committed to. I think a lot of listeners can relate to being better in 2014. Besides the drop and give me 20 minutes, uh, which of course is a, a step in the right direction, how do you suggest we start being better in 2014? You know, everybody's different. Um, obviously, I come from an athletic background, but the idea of being better, it's you know, I am very much a goal setter and I will go out and set individual and very specific goals and and goals I can accomplish. But from a bigger perspective, there's a lot of things going on in my life. I'm a I'm a business owner who has a demanding and exciting job. I'm a married woman. I have a two year old. Um, I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. You know, I'm so many things and I'm I'm constantly battling that that balance that we talk about. You know, Maria, I read an uh, interview you did a while back and you talked about how you really don't believe in the work-life balance. And I, I loved that. You talked about how it's really just a matter of like identifying your priorities and recognizing how they're going to shift and letting right. them shift and being okay with that. Um, and so, you know, for 2014, I think it's it's a matter of being, you know, realistic with yourself, but maybe focusing on one core thing that you can do every day that can help drive you forward and be better. Mm -hmm. And for me, I took the concept of um, go for a run 
that's what I do, but go for a run, go for a run with me, you know, in spirit. And it's, it's a literal thing, but it's very symbolic. Um, for me, when my body is fit, my mind is clearer, my heart is more open. Um, I'm more in tune with myself. And so I don't want to lose sight of that. It's too important of a core value for myself. Mm-hmm. It's really just, I, I think what I hear out of that, which all of it's good, is just being self-aware, just being aware in general, um, which is critical, I think. Um, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. But for everyone listening today, thanks so much for joining me. You can learn more about Nicole and her work at skirtsports.com and also check out those great fitness skirts and the other gear that she has available there. And join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.